Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. So um, you have been hearing on Live 95 News and the papers as well today that uh, around the country they estimate 12,000 children are out of school at the moment, either due to having contracted COVID-19, although we're told that was in the community rather than in the school setting, or being close contacts. And the Department of Public Health Midwest, which covers Limerick, is reassuring um, listeners and people in general that strong mitigation measures preventing COVID-19 are effective in breaking the chains of transmission in schools and indeed in the community. And Dr May Mannix, Director of Public Health Midwest, is on the line now. Good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. So obviously it's a worry. Um, we're not back in school that long, the kids, and we're heading into the winter time as well. And I suppose the fear is that there'll be a lot more people who find themselves in this situation soon. Yes. Um, well, um, I suppose, Joe, You're right, we have a very high incidence in the community at the moment in the Midwest area and um, over the last 14 days up to Sunday, the 5th of September, we've had 1,503 cases across the whole Midwest, 912 of those in Limerick. So, um, you know, when we have a very high incidence in the community, that's the experience we have that unfortunately it's it's hard to keep it out of um, settings really that includes the schools and um, nursing homes and so on. However, uh, I suppose by way of reassurance, you know, obviously people are concerned about um, children. I'm, I'm a parent myself, so um, I can understand that. But there's there's lots of I suppose there's lots of reassurance about it and there's also lots of things that parents can do, you know. Um, So when will you be able to tell if there is transmission going on within schools, if what's happening at the moment, we're being told, is that it's coming in from outside and school isn't back that long? Yes, that's really what's happening in the vast majority of cases, Joe. Now, at the moment, we're uh, currently investing investigating about 39 cases in primary schools across the whole Midwest. And we have a small number of outbreaks. That means, uh, uh, you know, I I suppose people get a bit alarmed when they hear about outbreaks, but what it means is there are more than two cases and they are actually, the transmission has occurred within the school. So an outbreak could literally mean two cases were, you know, sitting beside each other or or something like that. But the reality is... um, you know, from our previous experience with schools in earlier in the year, the reality is the majority were kind of single cases or cases that were linked through other events in the community, for instance, you know, sports or parties or whatever. So in terms of um, what people can do, I think... Well, can I just ask, is it true or not that with um, 82 percent of the 12 plus population now fully vaccinated that the virus working the way it works is more likely to go where it can get in and that is under 12s so the incidence rate among zero to 12 year olds is inevitably going to go up um you're right the virus will kind of go to the unvaccinated population that's the reality of life um however Having said that, we have to remember that, thankfully, 
kids don't, you know, get that sick with it. And uh, in the Midwest, for instance, we've never had a child admitted to ICU with COVID since the whole start, beginning of the pandemic. But what I suppose I'm trying to get at, is that the X factor that you need to analyse compared to when the schools went out for the summer? Um, I'm I'm not sure. What I, I mean is that, 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 that clearly, if you, as you've just said there, if it goes into the unvaccinated population and more of the 12 pluses are vaccinated than pre-summer, will that have uh, an inevitable impact? Well, um, I think there's a, there's a number of issues. One is that, like, as I've said, there's no denying that, uh, you know, the virus will seek out the unvaccinated population, but... I think we have to keep in mind what's happening overall, you know, and what's happening overall is that we're vaccinating more and more. As you said, we have a huge uptick in Limerick uh, for adults in Limerick. Now it's over uh, or close to 95% and really must commend people on really hearing that message and taking it, you know. So that's one issue. So the more we vaccinate, the more we protect everybody. Um, at this point, obviously, we're not vaccinating under 12 because we don't have the data yet and won't have for a while, to be honest. But the other issue is that we're beginning to see a plateau, um, you know, in cases at national level. So we hope that's the beginning of the of the downturn in this wave, you know. So once we begin to see that downturn, you're, you're then looking at a reduced number of cases across the board, really. You okay. know? We're chatting to Dr. May Mannix, who's Director of Public Health Midwest, including Limerick. What is the local positivity rate at the moment? Um, I, I actually just don't have it to hand, Joe, but it's certainly reduced from what it was. So that's kind of reassuring as well. Uh, but is that partly to do with the fact that more people are being tested? Is that what happens when more people are tested, the positivity rate? has a tendency to come down based on overall numbers? Um, well, that can be the case, but I suppose we, you know, there are the different measures of it, and obviously the close contact positivity rate is kind of a constant, you know what I'm saying, in that we always look at the um, positivity rate in close contact, so that, um, you know, if, if that's going down, that's a positive sign. Um so, so has it happened with concerns in our own house last week and a, a test needed to be done? And one of the things we were trying to find out, and, and because the test came back negative, public health didn't have to contact us directly. But a lot of parents are asking this question. In a scenario where a child tests positive at the moment, yes. if both parents are fully vaccinated... Yes. Do those parents have to restrict their movements or not because the child is positive in the house? No, they don't have to restrict their movements. So that's one of the huge benefits of being vaccinated. Um, essentially, if you're fully vaccinated and the appropriate time period has elapsed since your second vaccination, you are not regarded as a close contact. Now, there are a number of tiny exceptions to that where the pair, you know, somebody might be immunosuppressed, but uh, for the vast majority of the population, if you have your, had your two vaccines and the appropriate time period has elapsed since your second, you do not have to restrict your movement. Does that even apply where a young child cannot obviously self-isolate the way an adult who's positive can for the parents? Yes, it does. It applies in that scenario as well. Okay, because there is a, quite a bit of confusion around that. There are people who believe that because the child can't self-isolate in the house, that the parents 
will have to restrict their movements. But you're saying that is not the case if they're both fully vaccinated. No, that's not the case. Um, the, if they're fully vaccinated, they're not regarded as a close contact. Right. Um, so what are you doing in the context of the number of cases uh, of, test, of tests that you have to do at the moment? You've made some adjustments and are you expecting a lot of pressure to come on the system over the next few weeks locally? Um, well, uh, I suppose, you know, I must compliment my community colleagues uh, who are doing a great job on the testing. Um, I suppose we hope, as I say, Joe, it will be, uh, we have managed to keep up with testing and we we will, you know, um, put on extra testing as required, as we have done in the past, if, if that's needed over the coming weeks. Um, so... Again, I suppose in terms of, you know, what people can do on a practical level at this point, I think it's very important that people go register for the vaccine if they haven't done so. Anybody over 12 and if parents can bring or encourage their teens to do so, uh, you know, now is the time really. Um, Obviously, avoiding high-risk social uh, events is a good idea at this point. I think we just need to get over the next few weeks so avoiding kind of birthday parties and social gatherings would be great. Um, I think, you know, I have to compliment the schools and parents. They've done a huge job in terms of trying to mitigate um, COVID. And we still need to keep those mitigation measures up during break time on the school bus before and after schools and, you know, continue with the face coverings, masks, social distancing and hand washing. Again, if somebody is symptomatic, that's a key message you really a student or adult, you should isolate and get your test. You know, you can okay. <coughs> refer yourself for a test now. And, and new arrangements being put in place for those seeking COVID-19 tests in Limerick due to the high numbers of people presenting, as we've talked to you about there, May, uh, the COVID-19 test centre at East Point Business Park in Bally Simon. Walk-in or drive-in tests will now only be available from 8am to 10am. Outside of those times, tests can and need to be booked. And in terms of vaccine clinics, do you have more walk-in vaccine clinics available? Um, yeah, they're, I suppose, becoming more and more fre- frequent. And again, full praise to the UL Hospitals Group, the National Ambulance Service and HSE Midwest Community Healthcare who are delivering all that vaccine program. Um, they are making them available very frequently, to be honest, um, a, a lot of weekends. I'm not sure about the current coming weekend now. but. Um, Again, you know, we're we're seeing occasional infections in those who are fully vaccinated, but we're not seeing serious illness. So, um, you know, and of those who presenting to ICU with COVID, they're generally those who are not fully vaccinated. So we can't emphasize enough, you know, it's so important to get the vaccine and and they've made that change as well where um, mixing a vaccine is now allow, allowed, you know. And, and finally for now, um, obviously some easing of restrictions happened yesterday on the 6th, more expected on the 20th of September. In the run-up to that, will you and your colleagues in public health departments around the country be feeding into the public health emergency team figures and trends and they will go to the government for examination before the 20th. Is that the way it'll work? Uh, Yeah, that's the way it works all the time, Joe. So we constantly feedback, obviously the numbers and the figures, but also our experience on the ground in terms of what's happening in our area and outbreaks and if there are any issues in schools, all of that is is fed up nationally. So it it does feel like the next 10 days are, are important. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. So, I mean, just to encourage people to really adhere to the public health advice, you know, for over the next 10 or uh, two weeks in particular. We, as I say, there are some indications that we might have hit a peak of a wave, you know, and it would be fantastic <laughs> to yes, get the course. downward trajectory, you know, and so that... Yeah. Good. Well, look, listen, thank you very much for all that advice and for those clarifications. We appreciate it, as always, and fingers crossed uh, that things uh, are on that downward um, curve that you talked about. Dr. May Mannix, Director of Public Health Midwest, including Limerick. Thank you. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.